Welcome to Lineheart Podcast. Happy Wednesday in the Word. We are going to be continuing First John chapter 2 today. Um, there was a lot in the first half of it, so I wanted to break it up. Um, and, you know, hopefully we can learn from it. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. We ask that you just help us to gain insight and wisdom into it, God, to uh, apply to our lives, to have um, just understanding in what you were trying to share with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so we're going to be starting at verse 18. Little children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us, but they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. So, we all have heard this verse probably many times, and if you haven't, it could be daunting, because we know that the Antichrist is still coming, and we don't know, you know, exactly when that will happen, even though we have, you know, a little bit of an outline, a little bit of a timeline, and it's a, such a deep thing to get into, but, um, it, you know, it says here that there's already Antichrist in the world. We know that there's many people that are professing to be Jesus, professing to have these powers, professing all these different crazy things, and what's really interesting is that, that he took the time to say they went out from us, but they were not of us, so it almost makes me think that they were... Um, maybe pretending to be believers or pretending to have that kind of persona, but then, you know, clearly we're not. You know, clearly we're opposite. And I think we definitely see that today with many false prophets and um, antichrists and people that are trying to purposefully mislead the church. And that's a scary thing because, and we've talked about this in time past um, in the Book of James, like it's really important to know your word and so that you know if you're being deceived or not. Um, you know, you, I mean, how, how else would you know if you don't know? An example would be like, if you don't know what you look like in the mirror, right? If you're not sure what your face looks like, your structure, your hair color, your eyelashes, your, you know, freckles, your, you know, all that, um, then you wouldn't know what to expect if somebody said, you know, oh, you don't have this, or this is, this actually is this way, or no, you, no, you actually have a little bit of brown in your eyes, and this, no, you need to know fully the word of God. You need to know it in and out so that you are not deceived, so that there is not an antichrist that will deceive you. So let's continue. 20. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie is of the truth. So he's encouraging him here, like, that you... No, you know the Holy One. You know Jesus. Um, and, you know, you have to, you know, basically continue in that, right? Um, now, verse 22. Who is a liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? He is the Antichrist who denies the Father and the Son. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. Now, this is interesting, too, because clearly we'll know if somebody is an Antichrist, if they're going to deny Jesus, deny that Jesus is the Son of God. But... Sometimes it's so sneaky and deceiving um, where they'll kind of, like, there's some cults, and again, I don't want to be um, insensitive, but, you know, I have to be truthful. I have to be honest, right? So, for example, Jehovah Witnesses, they will, 
be all about Jesus to, to Christians. And they'll be like, oh, no, we believe in Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. But when you get down to it, they do not believe that Jesus is the Son of God. They believe he's Michael the Archangel. Um, they believe lots of different strange things. <laughs> and you won't know that off the bat. And so that's the type of things that you really have to know your word. You have to know um, that people are looking to, you know, the way the enemy is looking to deceive you, looking to, trip, you know, trick you, looking to destroy you. So, again, reiterating, um, so important to know your word. So important to test the Spirit. So important to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that you know wrong from right, evil from good. Now, let's continue. 24. Therefore, let that abide in you which you heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he has promised us, eternal life. Beautiful thing right there. Just what you have heard about Jesus. They're talking about from the beginning, like what you know, just keep it in your heart, right? There's another verse that talks about the simplicity that's in Christ. Don't complicate it. Don't change it. Don't, you know, swerve to the left, to the right. There's a simplicity, a beauty in Christ. 26. These things I have written to you concerning those who try to... Let me flip my page here. Deceive you. But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. And you do not need that anyone teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is true, and is not a lie, and just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. This is really awesome because it's showing how the Holy Spirit is our teacher, right? And how even if there was no other people on the earth, the Holy Spirit could teach you the Word of God. He could be all you need, you know. Um, and so really, you know, knowing that he abides in you and, and trusting him. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he appears, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone who practices righteousness is born of him. Such a beautiful thing, because basically it's summarizing that last half of the chapter. It's just, you know, we know that this there's evil in the world. We know that the Antichrist is coming. We know that there's Antichrist already in the world. But just abide in him. Trust him. You know, don't don't confuse the word which you have heard, you know, keep it simple, keep it Jesus, keep it the word of God. Um, I don't know, I love this half of scripture, uh, this half of the uh, chapter, so I hope you guys did too. We'll continue in First John chapter 3 next week. I'm sorry if you heard lots of little back noises because I almost didn't get to do the podcast today. It is Tuesday at 7.38 and I am doing this because it has been one of those busy, crazy days that I'm